The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Tobias Wilborn. Today, one of our key is... Know the score. Know the score. Yeah, know the score. Hey, it's been a while. I'm about to do my whole beard thing. All right, let's start <laughs> off. All right. Hey, it's been a while, man. All right. Okay, one, two. All right, everybody. My name is Tobias Wilborn. Today, one of our key is know the score. Shout out to Classic and Mentally of the CSPN Network for allowing us to do this show for you guys. And, hey, man, we're back here. It's been a while. been a long time. been enough for you for so long, but we are back. And got the crew, got Tyler, got Jesse, and got Don Lorente, man. So, everybody, what's up? How y'all feeling? How's it hanging? Good, good. Yeah, man. Ready for the March Madness to begin. Hey, man. The Madness is upon us. The Ides of March are here. And this tournament, I find to be very interesting. Typically, there's about three to four teams that can win a title. And maybe about six to eight teams that, that can win a Final Four. I think this year there are legitimate six to eight teams that can win it, and maybe another ten or so that can actually make it to Phoenix. I mean, what do you guys see? I'm looking at the same thing, man. Uh, I really went back and forth over my going from the Sweet 16 to the Final Four. I think I made about nine or ten changes individually. Uh, my Final Four has a grand total of one number one seed, so even that would be very strange. But it's uh, it's like I say, we're really throwing darts once you get beyond the Sweet 16, because any one of these, any one of your 16 teams can win the national championship. I mean, it's just whoever is hot on two weekends. That's it. It's I that. mean, to, to me, this is one of those tournaments where normally you make fun of the person in your office who picks by colors or picks by which mascot can beat up which mascot in the fight. But this might be the year where some of that stuff may work better than actually actually having basketball knowledge and being able to break things down because, I mean, these teams are so evenly matched. Typically, you can count on the Kentucky, but they're they're typically – they're young as they had normally been, but they've had some struggles. And they're North faster Carolina, than normal. Yeah. yeah. North Carolina's had some injuries. Duke, I mean, hell, is Coach K even healthy? I mean, that's the whole thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we keep Duke talking goes, about Harry Giles. One, Duke goes seven deep. That's it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is that is that enough? I mean, <laughs> I'm man. honestly going by colors this year because I don't know what to make of any of this. Nah, man. I mean, but you know, <laughs> hey, that's part of the fun of this. So, mm-hmm. I will ask you guys a question: What is your most compelling coming into the tournament? Starting with Don. Uh, my most compelling storyline is: Can we get the rematch of UNC versus Villanova again? It's set up. They're on opposite sides of the bracket. If they do play each other, it will be in the championship game again. I'm personally rooting for that. There's a lot of people that have UNC and Duke matching up in the final. That would break the state if that was to happen uh, here in North Carolina. So, But, yeah, I, I, want, I would like to see Carolina get a chance to play Villanova again. We get a rematch and see if the outcome can be a little different this time. Hey, well, speaking of North Carolina, man, uh, Yo, Jim Bayard kind of clowns your city, now. What's up with that, man? Oh, we gonna it's my city, but we gonna we gonna holler. I'm sorry, my We gonna we gonna holler about that. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Bayheim is hilarious. Uh, with the trash talk on Greensboro, uh, you know, first of all, I we totally disagree. Uh, <laughs> all y'all got is a huddle house, dog. Damn. We, we got a, oh, yeah, we got a huddle house, but this huddle, huddle house with players true, that ate up the team. 
you know, the thing about it is you can talk you can talk about the players that North Carolina alone has had from Greensboro that have actually gone in and smashed up the Syracuse Orange. Uh, let's, you know, Pete Harrison, you know, we could talk about, you know, Theo Pence has played well against Syracuse. Greensboro has actually put out some legitimate players, so he can't come down and say that, oh, just because nobody knows where Greensboro is. That's that's nuts. That's ridiculous. Well, and, and honestly, I was I was kind of offended by it because my thing is like, okay, cool. Like, he talks so much about tradition, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about tradition of the Big East and how important that was to him coming up at Syracuse. But then there's a totally crap on the tradition of the ACC. And you've only been there a couple of years. I'm like, hold on, bro. Like, relax. Like, Tobacco Road still matters. It still means something. It still matters to the fabric. And that tournament should move around. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it has to be in the Greensboro Coliseum every year, but it needs to see Greensboro more often than anywhere else. I mean, that is where – well, I mean, some would argue the CIAA was the first conference tournament – I think it was actually. It was. It is. The other was the first conference tournament, which I enough was in the Greensboro Coliseum, which then was followed by the ACC, which followed the model from the CIAA, if I'm correct. Correct. Um, that being said, to crap on that and to say that Greensboro never deserves to host again is mm-hmm. is very disrespectful and disappointing from historic perspective as well as American perspective. Of course, I mean. Senate of Carolina has to get his own shit together as far as the bathroom bill and you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Greenville, South Carolina oh. was like, thank you. Hey. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll, we'll take, take all right of this. South Carolina is more progressive than North Carolina, which is hilarious. Who would have seen the day? All right. It is. Right. I'm not going to be in Greenville on Friday. I have a very busy week. I'll be Thursday at Hawks. Friday, I'll be at Greenville, Texas, checking out some games. Then Saturday I'll be at Hawks, and then I may make a little event called a bourbon ball. But we'll we'll get into that. We're gonna get into that too. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. All right, guys. From there, and I asked Don, and I'll ask Jesse and Tyler. What are your biggest stories, Jesse? What do you got? Um, the matchup, but I think we'll see that. I really would like to see. Um, I believe it'd be UCLA Kentucky. I think they'll meet on. Remind me, I think that'll be the Sweet Sixteen matchup. A potential, yeah, of course. Yeah. Assuming everybody wins and does whatever. Yeah. Assuming everybody wins, yeah. So, but that's a matchup that I think could be really interesting. Yeah, to and, and, and hard, it's, out versus... that, it's out of that South, right? Right. Yeah, the South yeah, is like absolutely, absolutely no defense, and it's gonna be great. And God, yeah. <laughs> what about that region where you have North Carolina, Kentucky, and UCLA all in the same region? First time ever. I mean, and these are the creme de la creme, blue the blue buds, yeah. Tyler, uh, man. It is a crazy, crazy region. Also, let's rem- let's let's go back to a little bit a while ago where that was the first marquee matchup of the season. Actually, on our last on our last show, one of our last shows, we actually talked about the UCLA Kentucky regular season game, which UCLA ended up winning uh, thanks to outstanding performance by, of course, uh, point guard Lonzo Ball, which has become another story in itself. Um, you know, through the antics of well. Other Lavar. I stand with Lavar Ball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lavar yeah. Ball. Look, hey, put it like this: We all thought Richie Williams was crazy too. It just comes <laughs> well, with the I territory. Mean, but it's beyond that, right? Because look, I mean, and Richie Williams is crazy. Now. I mean, like, let's be clear: he, <laughs> he is that shit crazy, crazy and like so a fox, it's, though. It's so he... Earl Woods, and you know, mm-hmm. but, hey, look, I think I said this on Twitter the other day: Lavar Ball will either be Marv Rinovich. And some of you under 25 don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. I don't. Yeah. Go QB. Yeah. yeah. Go, go Google. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do Fair you enough. 
find out, see Marvin Rinovich. But no, basically, Tom Rinovich was supposed to be the superstar quarterback. His dad was an NFL coach, scout guy, and he basically felt like he created in the lab this perfect quarterback. Well, except for he didn't. So he could be that, or he could be Earl Woods, or he could be, you know, one of his fathers. And also, too, man, let, let, let's really think about this. Why do we really hate LeVar Ball? I mean, yes, he says some outlandish stuff, but who's the one, who's talking to him? Like, it's the media who wants right, all those poll quotes from him. Right, right, They're going to be like, sorry? Does LeVar Ball have a Twitter? Does he have, I don't think he has an Instagram, right? So No. So how so how is his opinion getting out there? Mm-hmm. The same media who's vilifying him for the same quotes? Exactly. So it's like, hey, if you want LeVar Ball to shut up, I'll stop talking to him then. Right. I mean, it's also <laughs> interesting here's, here's, that... Here's the okay. interesting part to that, too. Um, the kids are handling it very, very well. Um, actually, uh, the first one to speak out is the baby boy. Uh, um, Lamella, oh, Lamella, okay. Lamella tweeted today that, you know, some kids don't even have a father, but yet you guys hate on my dad for believing in us. So, I thought that was the oldest boy. Cause I thought it was the oldest boy who said that. No, that was, that was Lamella. That was the baby boy. Okay, that, he right. tweeted that today. So, it was, uh, you know, it's interesting that, it would be him, and Lonzo has actually said nothing and just kept playing, which is which is even which is awesome to itself. Hey man, look, hey look, through. hey look, that that boy gonna do something special. In the league, he I, is. I, I mean, I'm not saying. Look, I'm not gonna get into all the comparisons with him and Curry and that stuff. I, no, I, I'm not even getting into all that. But hey, like I said, hey look, we didn't know who Steph Curry was until we knew who he was. So I mean, look, the, the kid, I think the kid can do something special. I don't believe it puts any pressure on him. Or any other stuff, because man, look, I, I've I covered the NBA. I've been around the league. I, I've been doing it for a long time, man. Players care if you can play. All the other stuff, man, they don't care about. Can you play? And if you can ball like the balls, <laughs> you're gonna find a home. And yep. you know, all, all the people talking whatever about the bar. If you really don't want them talking, just stop. Stop interviewing them. Y'all, y'all interview them every time. Every time UCLA plays, every time Chino Hills plays, the high school where the, where the two younger boys and the cousin plays, they always showing them on tape. They always filming them. You know what I'm saying? I was taking pictures of them. Y'all hyping that man up. And he's playing y'all. Exactly. And, and the fact is they can't help themselves because it's fascinating. And it brings to a larger point that college basketball now – because the because college basketball has gotten so much younger and these young guys are playing, just remember, 1974 was the first year where freshmen could play in college basketball. Yeah, yeah. So we're not that far removed from these guys. Instead of being 20, 22, you know, 20, you know, 20, 21 year old men, these guys are 18 to 19, having big role, major impact roles. I mean, think about it. You know, we, we had Jonathan Abrams on last year with the whole Preps to Pros movement. And it was something that was unheard of. Not only were these young guys getting a chance to start, they were playing, and some of them becoming as good as perennial all-stars. Even some of the one, arguably one of the greatest players ever to play in Kobe Bryant. Right. I mean, look, Kevin Garnett had a great career out of it. I mean, if I don't, here's the bottom line, man. None of it's going to matter if those kids can play. Those kids can play, they keep playing. If Lonzo takes UCLA on a far run, let's say he wins a national title. None of it's going to matter. If he loses, people are going to talk trash, but they're going to talk trash anyway. But i tell you one place you can always talk your trash, as long as you keep it clean and don't say nothing crazy to me on Twitter, is here on Know the Score. You can follow us on Twitter at KTS Pod. My name is Tobias Fullborn, 
And today we're rocking this college basketball thing until the wheels fall off with the usual crew of Tyler, Jesse, and Don Del Rente. So from that, you know, we talked about the ball crew. We talked about some of the matchup, man. I usual first round. Anybody got a good first round upset? Whoever wants to go first. Hmm. USC Wilmington over Virginia. Oh, okay. That's onions. Cold. Onions. I think UNC Wilmington's coach is one of the up-and-comers. Um, if he wins a game or two, uh, he'll definitely be on um, some major programs' radar. So, yeah, look for UNC Wilmington. They got the good backcourt. They shoot the ball well. They got enough inside scoring. If they can just rebound the ball and don't get in foul trouble, I think they got to make it. Virginia's not as strong as they, as they have been in the past. They can't score. Well, I mean, they also don't play no offense either, man. I mean, I mean, they, they really – I mean, and normally – they have. I mean, they usually could get into the at least almost sixty. They've been struggling to get to sixty this year. I mean, I mean, Tony Bennett intentionally plays a very slow system, but this year they play even slower than I've seen them in the last four or five seasons. So, yeah, I mean, hey, look, if you can score some points, hey, you might catch them slipping, man. So I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. Um. I wouldn't call this an upset either way, but I'm really curious about the Wichita Dayton matchup. I think that's the same. I think yeah. it's a bad matchup for both of those teams, and a really good team is going to take an early L that probably should. I think the seven tens in this whole tournament are going to be probably the better games in each bracket because I mean, you got VCU as a ten seed, you've got um, um, a bunch of like really who else you got here as a ten that I put. You got Wichita State as a ten seed, like you guys just said against Dayton. You've also got Oklahoma State as a ten seed. And they have one of the best uh, point guards in the country. So, you know, the 10 seeds, I think, Marquette is also a 10 seed against South Carolina, which I'm picking, even though it'll be basically a home game for South Carolina. I think they're right for the picking with Marquette. So, yeah, I think if you want to, if you're trying to do this to win some money or be smarter than everybody, pick a couple of those 10 seeds. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. And, you know, the 512s are historically ones that you could kind of come up on a little bit, picking some of those 12s over the fives. So, I mean, you know, like I said, the tournament is going to be – I think this tournament is going to be very intriguing, even though Ooh. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of parity. What you got, Jesse? Let's see. Minnesota and Middle Tennessee. Yes. I think Minnesota – oh, Middle Tennessee can beat them, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced that the Big Ten or whatever it is is really that great of a league, and I'm really – It really isn't, and we got seated – Entirely too high. Minnesota's a four. Wait, Minnesota's a five seed, right? Yeah. Purdue's a four. Maryland is a six. Michigan's a seven. Am I forgetting any? Wisconsin is eight, which is the worst seeding in the tournament. Do you yeah. know how hard I cackled in my? Because like, I, I watched Big Ten basketball. Because of course I went to Maryland, so I watched Big Ten basketball. Do you know how hard I cackled when I saw the seeding for all the Big Twelve teams? I mean, not yeah, Big 12, Big 10 I'm, teams. I'm not big. I'm not really big on. I mean, I'm not really big on any of those teams. I don't really see anything special. But, hey, you know. It's they, not. There's nothing. And that's why I laughed. I'm like, you really – okay, I get, sure, Purdue at a four. And, sure, maybe Michigan deserved a seven after they're winning the tournament. But Wisconsin at an eight. But, again, but even Michigan winning the tournament proves how fugazi that, that, that league is. But, True. you know, anyway, that being said, I could totally see Middle Tennessee finding a way to get the win, get the job done. Let's not overlook uh, the injury situation down at Flor- um, in the four thirteen matchup with Florida and East Tennessee State. Uh, Florida has one of their their, uh, their starting center 
uh, went down right before the uh, tournament. Um, East Tennessee State has size. Uh, don't be surprised that that game is surprisingly close, and it'll come down to guard play. And East Tennessee State had, does have guards. That is that is one of my my upsets I'm taking. Uh, the other we've already mentioned Marquette. Here's another surprise. Uh, oh, hey, look, Florida Gulf Coast, Florida Gulf Coast is back in, in 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 the tournament, and they got Florida State in that in that first matchup. It's gonna be down in Orlando. So I mean, hey man, they like to run, and hey, that's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting because I mean, Florida State's a better team. With Florida State, they, I don't know if they're gonna get down court with with the uh, with the Eagles. Hey man, Dunk City's back, man. I tell you what, and let's kind of shift from there. Do you think the tournament is seated the way it should be this year? Uh, we talked about the Big Ten, maybe getting some, you know, maybe getting some undue love or a little bit of extra love than they should have. I mean, you think the tournament seated right? Um, I mean, I, okay, I'll say like I agree with all the teams who are in, but I can't make an argument against like, oh, I think it'd be like a straw man's argument saying who should be where and where and all that stuff. So, is I think it's like if. I can't really disagree, but I think pick, saying who should be seated against another would there'll be a lot of strawman arguments. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, all right. Okay. The only thing against who got in was Vanderbilt, though. I mean, really, like that spot should have been open, and they should have did like a wrestling thing where they had like a triple threat between <laughs> Monmouth, Syracuse, and Southern Illinois for that spot. That, uh, that I, I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad Syracuse didn't get in, man. You know, they did kind of what Virginia Tech used to do was win a couple of big games at home and hope that that hope yeah and hope it would be enough to sneak in at the last minute and and more than likely you're going to get burned that way, right? And honestly, they want to get it on and they want to get it on Jim Beheim's name and and all the good riddance, man. Get some better players. Quit running that coward ass zone, (laughs) which I mean they're not going to do. That's what they do. They're never going to do that. But I mean, look, man, I ain't really got no pity on them. As far as Vanderbilt being in, I ain't got no. I mean, hey, look, I, they they had some good wins. The SEC is a better conference than it than it gets credit for. So I'm not mad at that. Um, real quick, let's go. Let's kind of transition a little bit into let's get into our picks, man. You know, obviously we'll kind of keep this a little little short. So let's get into our final four picks. What do you guys got? Ladies uh, first. All right, all right. Um, I'll go. Give me Villanova. Give me Duke. Wait, wait, where's Duke? I haven't quite finished filling out my bracket. So if I'm making this one to fly, that is why. Duke actually would play other in the east in the east regional final. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm gonna actually go Villanova over Duke in that one. Give me Arizona. Give me North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Give me Louisville, just because I'm gonna be different. And I'm gonna say. Would that say Kentucky in the South? New, yeah, uh, that would be Carolina. No, New, New Carolina. Okay. Let's stick with that. So I'll say Carolina versus Louisville. I'm going to give to Louisville because different. And then I say the one, Arizona versus Nova. I'll give to Villanova. Then I'll have essentially a rematch of last year's tournament with Villanova winning. All right. Okay. All right. Um, Tyler, what you got? All right. I've got Duke, Arizona, Louisville, Carolina. And I'm going for the fourth time this season, but this time Duke goes down to the heel, seventy nine, seventy five. Oh gosh! And, and you know, and, and there's some that's that's kind of my heart. Uh, I honestly think that um, 
I just I just like the matchup there. To be honest, Duke and Arizona is probably the, was the hardest game for me to pick because they both play sim- similar styles. I just think that Arizona does just does not defend the three as well as um, as Duke can. So that's why I moved them on. And UNC just has too much size for uh, too much size and too much strength for Louisville inside. Um, but uh, I, I but you know I got Carolina taking out UCLA in the uh, South Regional Final, and that is very interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, I just can't, as much as I would want UCLA to win, because I am pro Lonzo Ball. I stand with LeVar Ball. As, <laughs> but your, your best three players are two freshmen and a sophomore. It's kind of hard to go against Carolina that has senior leadership. All right, my picks are, I have Nova, I have Arizona as well. Seems like everybody is in love with Arizona. I've got Kansas actually surviving somehow, some way. And Carolina, Roy Williams won't get the kryptonite when he sees Kansas this time in the Final Four, and he's going to beat them. Got Villanova getting past Arizona, and Carolina getting past Villanova in a rematch and a redemption for Roy Williams and Tar Heels. All right, I got Gonzaga coming out of the West. I got Nova coming out of the East. I got Kansas coming out of the Midwest. I think if they get to that Midwest Regional in Kansas City, they're not going to lose to Kansas City. I just don't think they're going to lose to Kansas City. I, 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 it's not basketball knowledge. It's just what I feel and what I see. I don't think they're going to lose in that town and have to deal with that embarrassment. And I got Carolina coming out of the South. I got Kansas beating Carolina to make it to the championship game. I got Gonzaga beating Nova. Ooh. And I have Gonzaga winning the national title. Ooh, look at you. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I think if – if they do that, if they that, do that, yeah, that will be the that will be the greatest building of a program in twenty years I've ever seen. To go from the, the ultimate Cinderella to the national champion in exactly twenty years, amazing. Hey man, I, I I really think that this is the kind of year where it'll happen. I mean, I don't think there's a team they can't beat that they will face, and they've already beaten their greatest competition in the bracket, which is Arizona. Right, as I'm saying, like I mean, like there's, there's nobody who they can't beat in Division One college basketball. And the, so, the way they do it, they got they got size, they got they got the perfect buildup, they got the guard, they've got legitimate, they got the experience, they got the talent. I mean, I, I think they are the better. I think they're the best team. I really think they're the best team in the country. And this isn't me just buying the hype. And I know it's easy to say, oh well, you know, they lost. Well, if you look at the tournament performances, they've always gone far. I think this is the year where the stars align and they. Cut down the nets in Phoenix. Huh. Well then. Well, you know, twelve fifteen. Awesome, wouldn't it be awesome if Arizona wins the title in Phoenix? Oh, that'd be nice. That's on a different story. I mean, you're talking about Gonzaga being, you know, of course, Mark Few and uh, and it was, uh, Arizona's coach. Uh, oh, Sean Miller. Sean Miller. Sean Miller. Yeah, they're good they have, friends. They have that reputation as the best coaches ever, not to go to a Final Four. Uh, First of all, the media definitely would love that matchup in in the final four. I mean, in the yeah. regional final, uh, and you would think the winner of that game could very easily be the favorite to win the national championship. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it'll be interesting if Arizona gets the get, gets the chance. I mean, essentially playing a home game. I mean, like I said, I mean, either way, I think it's going to be fun. And guys, I tell you what, you can find out what's going on with this final four, with this tournament throughout here on Know the Score. Guys, I want to thank you all for coming on. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. 
Let us see your brackets, guys. And now you know the score. We're out.